1: Welcome to The Poisoner's Cabinet. I'm Sinead. And I'm Nick. And this is your weekly podcast exploring the lives of the great poisoners, macabre murders and captivating crimes from across the centuries and creating curious cocktails inspired by the that we tell. And it's episode 175. Hurrah. Hurrah. Yeah, it's 175. That seems like a, a high number. It's a big, big number. It's a big old number. This is what people tune in for, to hear us discussing numbers. Discussing numbers. Yeah. That's
2: an offshoot podcast we should have.
1: Discussing <laughs> Disgusting numbers.
2: <laughs> I think it will do very well. I think it would.
1: I think it would. It's have... niche,
2: but there's a, there's a market out there, I feel. I think I've said before, but I have strong feelings about numbers. Well, there we as many people do. Yeah. And I'm
1: sure they would love to hear our opinions on them. I've got favourite numbers. I've got least favourite numbers. And all the numbers in between. There are numbers in between, <laughs> as I've, but I, I don't like to dabble in those. I know my <laughs> I stay in my How are you, Nick? Oh, I'm well, thinking about numbers now. Ooh, okay. what kind of numbers are you thinking of? I'm partial to a thirteen. Thirteen is very good. Yes, like it's th- not like unlucky. People think it's unlucky, but I like
2: a thirteen. It's my birthday's the thirteenth, so
1: indeed. And you know, you said that this yeah. episode comes out on Friday oh, it does, the thirteenth. Yes, I
2: forgot. Yes, it does. That wasn't wow, a setup, people. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we all this talk about numbers. Oh, oh <laughs> it just happens to
1: be no. That would be a bit lame If we'd done all of that And set it up to Hey and it's Friday the 13th We have That nothing. was entirely scripted All of that was <laughs> Tightly, tightly scripted <laughs> <laughs> We've run out of ideas people <laughs> But
2: yeah. you're well otherwise Apart from that yes Apart from that And my shoulder My shoulder hurts what,
1: Why does your shoulder I hurt?
2: Suddenly, weirdly
1: <laughs> We're of that age now Oh we are
2: Oh god I am
1: <laughs> Is it just like a dull ache? Yeah Yeah so I not just... really A stabbing pain or anything
2: Sorry, it has to be a stabbing pain. R- from, from to a- elicit
1: sympathy, yes.
2: I can't even mention it. No. Unless my arm is hanging off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a couple of sinews hanging connecting my yeah. arm. Uh, if it's not that, I just don't mention it.
1: It's like you met my mother. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. Broken arm. She was like, mm, I suppose we'll take you to the hospital. Yeah, maybe. That actually happened. <laughs> so, well,
2: it's also the level of sympathy I'm going to get from my my massive wound.
1: <laughs> you are a massive wound. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's a new insult <laughs> that i'm quite into actually mm. Yay. Mm. Gosh. well any poisonings this week shoulder poisoning shoulder but po- you <laughs> have oh, what have you been poisoning the shoulder by a dart oh
2: maybe so oh my goodness maybe i've been yes darted I've been darted <laughs> not been through many jungles of late um, It doesn't
1: have to be in a jungle
2: this, this is true darts
1: do exist outside it of could, the jungle could've, could've, could've <laughs> 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 i mean it's a weird way of doing it <laughs> but no one was suspected Unless they're you, apparently. But there you go. Oh, I'm <laughs> a criminal mastermind. As long as it involves darts. Then all is well. Otherwise, i got nothing. No, i got no nothing. Clue otherwise. No clue. <laughs> but no other poisonings.
2: No, I don't think so.
1: It's also spooky month. Yes. We are deeply into spooky month. It being Friday the 13th, and whether you think that's unlucky or not, it's still spooky. We like it's, it. It's spooky. We have got a little trip coming up that we're taking to Cornwall, to the wilds of Cornwall. We're going yeah. to be doing some special Patreon content while we're down there. We're going away. People are in our houses. Don't rob us. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're in Cornwall, send us ship. Just say hi. Just say, just say hi. Where should we go? Where's, where's, where's good in Cornwall? <laughs> exactly. Dress up like death and just stand across a field waving at us. Love it. But also, as we approach Halloween, we'd love your feedback on what we can do for this year's Halloween episode. We've got some thoughts. We usually find. Have we? I have. You yeah, You say every time you we're
2: coming up to something, we've got thoughts, you keep them to yourself a lot of the time. I tell you afterwards, I say, this is what we're doing. <laughs> this, this is what you need to do for tomorrow. <laughs> okay, fine.
1: And it all works out share, seamlessly. Share your thoughts with the, with the class. Share. No, 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 no. I want it to be a surprise if it comes off. But we would love your suggestions of what we can do for Halloween. Maybe there's some spooky, true crime or crime-related stories that we haven't covered yet they need to have a crime because we are a true crime podcast mm. but something a bit more spooky is there something big we haven't done yet I mean, is there that is the question is there jump on social media send us a dm send us an email if you want to scream it out the window we'll probably hear it yeah, yeah. but do send us your suggestions well, speaking of good things happening on Friday the 13th... And screaming out of windows. And <laughs> having a bad shoulder. Having bad shoulders. Being darted but everywhere mm. you go. I think it's time for us to thank our delicious Patreon subscribers. Absolutely.
2: Dap hands with the darts, I'm sure they are. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> Make them sound like they're down a working man's club. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which
1: is great. It's not, not yeah. Oh, ah, I, I, I thought... Oh, sorry, now.
2: hang on. Did you, have, did you ever see young Sherlock? I back didn't. Back in the day. Really? Oh... There was a whole. It was yes, it was a whole. Obviously, young Sherlock Holmes in boarding school, and the, the the whole thing was was poison darts.
1: The whole series, or was it one episode? No, it was,
2: it, no, it was one like a feature length film. It's like for TV type thing. I mean, this was, this was like 20 years ago. And it sure? was... Yeah, no, absolutely. Because I remember, because my cousin was in it. What? As an extra. What? He was he, was, he,
1: as an was extra. he the dart? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, so dart shuffling in. Hello. Hello.
2: I'm a MacGuffin. <laughs> He's got a really pointy hat.
1: <laughs> well, again, okay, no one watched that because we know it's darts now. So, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember
2: my like, poison darts? Reminded me of that. There we
1: go. Okay. and watch it. It's really good.
2: <laughs> There's dancing
1: cakes. It's really good. What the heck? Were you drunk? Is did this exist? It does Were exist. you just round your co- cousin's house nope. smoking shit, <laughs> and then All he just real. waved a cake? And there's an Egyptian. There's an Egyptian oh, no, pyramid there under
2: it. London. No, no they're. There there I think it. they're in Oxford, not London. Because London would be ludicrous. Yeah, London, would be crazy. What
1: fever dream is this Oh, you this? must it's great.
2: You must watch it. You must right, watch now,
1: it. I need to watch yeah. this. it Man Sounds thriller. amazing. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. Anyway, yes.
2: Moving on to are we doing patrons? That's what yes, we are. I bet they've seen the film. It's great. Thank you very much. Firstly. To Jolene Bennett.
1: To Mae Jensen. To
2: Mrs. Kane.
1: And to Ari. Marvellous. Thank lovely, you very much, Darling. Lovely, sexy, sexy Patreon subscribers. We had fun on Patreon this week. We it's had weird. we had the tale of two Giovanni's. Oh, we did. We did. Two Italian men locked battle. It was in only battle. yesterday,
2: and I forgot all about it. <laughs> you
1: always forget. Always do. It was you my episode. Gone. Wiped from your mind. Yeah. It was good that one. It was nice and bitchy. I liked it.
2: Like, who doesn't love some bitchy Italians?
1: <laughs> <laughs> some bitchy Italians in Banbury (laughs) Banbury. Italians and in Banbury also we have shouted out to our patrons this month we are having a special book club just before Halloween where we are going to be discussing our book of the month Dracula the classic which we're all reading now patrons get to join a very special zoom chat we do this regularly with with book club this month we're going to get spooky we're going to dress up a little bit we may have some readings and things like that if you want to know what the hell we're talking about and you also (laughs) love spooky stuff you might consider joining us if you feel able Patreon is minimum $5 a month if you want to join us there's higher tiers if you feel comfortable you can find out all about it at patreon.com forward slash the poisonous cabinet or drop us a message anytime you would like to have more info one thing we also have to do is a shout out and we have to apologise because this is a late shout out it is from the lovely lovely Darcy Crofts who wanted to give a shout out to her mum who had their birthday last week and so sorry that we missed this we're so sorry that we missed your actual birthday Kelly Kelly we love you. Hi. I know you're also known as Plum. <laughs> okay. And we won't ask follow-up questions. We Indeed. definitely Best will. we did. But very, very happy birthday. And thank you to Darcy Merry for birthday. sending that in. Well, Nick, are you ready? Oh, yes. Drink cocktails and talk about boys. Let's do it. You can drink boys and talk about cocktails. Let's do that too. Okay, okay, this is good. Okay, should we go with the first one? Yes. Yeah, hooray, hooray, hooray. It is my story this week, and we can't, we can't, we can't possibly have a story without a cocktail in hand. As you know, dear listeners, every week we choose a secret ingredient that is inspired by the tale that we tell, and it will flavor our cocktail of the week. My story, so my pick, and this week's secret ingredient is Nick. Mm. An especially evil nut. (laughs) Right. I mean, how
2: many times have you had a go at me with just <laughs> bollocky, stupid, secret ingredients?
1: <laughs> I gave you several you, options.
2: No, no. You, I
1: did. No, you, I would be the hill I die on. I gave you two other options that you could have worked with. Oh, I could have worked with chicken skin or buffalo. Yeah. Right. It's so not very good for an ingredient. No, but there is an ingredient, but I can't tell you what the ingredient is because it would give away the story, but it is an especially evil nut.
2: Well, that's what we went with. We went with an especially evil nut.
1: As your ingredient? Yeah. What did you come up with? Well, so you could have just said nut,
2: and that opens it up slightly.
1: We've had nuts before.
2: So making an especially evil nut, <laughs> then I had to spend several hours contemplating the nature of nuts. <laughs>
1: I just got a picture of you staring wistfully out a window. Exactly. Yeah, I was. I was, I was like looking up
2: at a tree. <laughs> going, What is a nut? Which which nuts are specifically evil?
1: Of the standard nuts. I mean, there's almonds. I don't find oh, almonds no, particularly evil. Favorite. Almonds are yeah. my favourite. Almonds are my favourite. I would go with a peanut because they're um, the, the the most uh, prevalent with the allergies. Uh, and you open a bag of peanuts on a plane. Someone's got an allergy, that's bad luck. Not bad luck, it's bad news. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Seven years bad luck luck because you're dead. And that person's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry, anyone who's got a nut allergy. Um, I mean, mean, a walnut looks like it's had a past. Yeah. They hide in their shell. They look
2: look a bit dodged.
1: Macadamia nut, very expensive. I like a macadamia nut. Yeah, but creamy, a bit excessive. You can only have so many.
2: I like macadamias. I like a pecan oh a pecan they're they're a tasty nut
1: you see that is a nut like a pistachio that is infinitely better roasted
2: yeah pistachios they're
1: not evil they're not evil i love them in an ice cream
2: so there we go i mean how is one to narrow down a especially evil nut (laughs) what have you
1: come up with well
2: i i did i did manage to identify a particular (laughs) one that we have mentioned as looking a bit dodgy okay i decided the walnut
1: was the, mo- was the most evil of them all it does look a bit normal l-
2: yeah exactly and it looks like a brain it's thinking it's planning it's plotting oh
1: yes <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's up to no good it's it's taking over the world it's making plans and i thought of the of all the walnuts what is the worst kind of walnut
1: what's the worst kind of walnut yeah a black walnut. are the black walnuts <laughs>
2: the black walnuts especially the bitter black walnuts <laughs> you've just angled
1: this in there <laughs> Why did I not see this coming? Uh, I'm sorry, I thought it was damn good. <laughs> That's brilliant. I, I like See, this is why we have the obscure ingredients because look at the genius, Nick. That was a whole story. It took it's us a whole on a journey. A whole story. The black walnut bitters. Yes, indeed. That you bought a while ago because you were very excited. Yes. Well, I bought well, them. Oh, you for bought it. them? Oh, yeah, I did. You bought I them for gifted me. them to you. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, because you wouldn't shut up about them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. So I get a chance to use them again. Hooray! So
2: we're having a cocktail. We are having a Bastille.
1: A Bastille. <laughs> Okay, okay, we're Where okay. the walnuts
2: are locked up because <laughs> they're evil. <laughs> in the deepest, darkest cells.
1: <laughs> oh, God, now I have an image of some, some walnuts armed storming the Bastille. It's okay because the French do slightly figure in this story.
2: Oh, there we go. It was all meant to be.
1: (laughs) Love it. I'm excited to try a Bastille, very much heavily featuring (laughs) (laughs) black walnuts. Some evil walnuts. I think it is high time for us to shimmy into the poisonous cabinet kitchen and shake up a storm. So we'll see you in a minute. We'll see you in a minute. And we're back. Hello. So Nick... The best, mm. deal. the best deal. The best deal. Now it's brown. Brown, but it is served with a cube of ice. A big chunky cube of ice. Big chunky cube of ice. It's very rare that we have a brown drink with a cube of ice. This is true. Yeah, that doesn't have a hint of red or something like a <clears throat> Mulvadi or something. But yeah, I'm intrigued. It smells of alcohol. It smells of good alcohol. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> okay.
2: What? What are you eating? Aromas.
1: Oh, good aromas. Good aromas.
2: Nice things. I'm smelling nice things.
1: Yeah, actually. Oh, that's like a core memory's unlocked, but I don't know what it's for. <laughs>
2: Your previous life at the Bastille. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I
1: have a feeling I was a god. Yeah, <laughs> you did unpleasant
2: things to people. I was with the Aristos,
1: definitely. <laughs> Going have yeah. more I thought I was a revolutionary, but I didn't do well. No. I think I'd be the first one at the front running in, but I'm sure and just get kicked in the face. <laughs> okay. Which side has the cake? <laughs> You would, yeah,
2: exactly. You that's would me. Yeah.
1: Literally, be there combing Marie Antoinette's yeah. many wigs. So, you've got cake. I'm on your side. Whispering in a ear, going, "Just tell them to eat brioche. It's lovely, <laughs> <laughs> lovely in a burger." Anyway, yeah. enough of We're this reality. <laughs> <laughs> it's moving on for the Bastille. <laughs> Let's dive in. So, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, that's Ooh. very pleasant. <gasps> oh, Nate, that's um, so num, good. Num, num,
2: num,
1: num. What? What? What magic is this? Oh. Oh, that's good.
2: That's I so like it. I like. I like a lot. Oh, it's been a while since we've had a really good one. I know.
1: I was just going to say, <laughs> that's so good. I mean, that's hitting all the oh, all Ooh. the places. Ooh, I'm happy. Hitting <laughs> <laughs> all the. I was going to say it's ticking all the boxes, but then I mixed it up with hitting all the spots.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, nice. I'm so happy. Nice. It's got good mouthfeel as well. Yeah. Whatever the black walnuts are doing they're doing well more of that more of that you evil bastards that's a symphony of flavors i had to guess what's in this now give me give me some guesses well you know one black walnuts there (laughs) we go (laughs) and i can
2: can smell the walnuts i can't necessarily taste them i I can't really there's a good nutty there's a definite nutty smell going
1: on well are a very distinctive flavor Mm. though okay so a strong brown spirit i'm gonna go with cognac no wait sorry I don't, it's not who wants to be a millionaire I don't know okay. why I'm doing this is it cognac or is it calvados you don't you have to tell me <laughs> <laughs> we can't stay in perpetual silence it is cognac <gasps> yes yes yes, yes, yes. But the, I, the
2: recipe itself calls from for armagnac didn't have any of that mm, mm. but uh, substituted for cognac which you've got good cognac at the moment yeah it's a nice it's a nice quivercier.
1: but there's other things
2: there are two other things
1: two two as well as the bitters as well as the bitters okay two other things <laughs> Love, no. Happiness, none of that. Sunshine, no. Kittens, no. No. Oh, a, a vermouth. Oh, not N- not quite. Not quite. An amaro, not quite. A, a tequila, yeah, she- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> So there's the we have a cacha americano That's a. We, we, it's, it's definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing.
1: It's one which of the is, things I which said is, probably. <laughs> well, does it actually bridge the gap between Amaro well, yeah, and Amaro? Yeah, it's sort of
2: vermouth, sort of, wave, it's sort of, it's vermouth adjacent. Because vermouth is great base, <laughs> but it also has other botanically things in there as well. It does. Whereas the cochi, there, it's an aromatized wine, it's known as, which is mm. mainly just grape-based. There are no other bits and pieces
1: in there. Yeah, every time we have a cochi americano in a cocktail, it's always good. Yep. It's
2: also the same sort of family as like the Lille Blanc, same same sort of thing. Okay, we got that um, in there. That, so we got we got some of that in there. We got that, it's
1: spirit forward. And there's one other thing. <laughs> okay, maraschino. No. Sh- shit. <laughs> Give me a clue.
2: Twiggy. So not no, oh, no, it's not, it's not that. <laughs> Sorry, Don't my worry. life
1: flashed before my eyes. There, <laughs> her, her, my soul perhaps, left my body.
2: Herbie might be the better way to describe you, it.
1: Herbie uh, Benedictine. Benedictine.
2: Who oh, is it? Benedictine. Ooh, Complete guess, but nicely done.
1: That. Brandy. Brandy. The cochi, Cognac. Uh, Excuse cognac. me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Benedictine. <gasps> the Cochi americano and some walnut bitters. Stir together and then just strained over ice.
1: Bloody hell. It's good oh my god it's so good
2: really nice really 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 nice and it's not yeah it's not that doesn't have that bittery twang like a negroni or anything like that no but it it reminds me of that sort of drink yeah of that yes i I see what you mean but a lot just there's a lot smoother Well,
1: three ingredients and a dash of bitters and there you're good to go it's smooth but it's smooth
2: and lovely it doesn't taste overly strong it's, it's not something no. like a Red Hook where you, you drink something and it goes, Ugh! and it punches you in the face. I <laughs> will <Okay>. um, <laughs> counter that. Nick, okay. does. <laughs> perhaps perhaps that might, that's my terrifying... Uh,
1: <laughs> you can't even um, taste it. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, I'm drunk. <laughs> You're okay. the sort of person who just perhaps eats a chilli raw. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the first sip you can taste is spirit forward. It's so smooth, so lovely, so aromatic. Guys, this is, oh, that is up there. That is yep. a make again. That's a winner. In a minute. <laughs> if you've been listening to this show for long enough, maybe you'll have bought cognac. Maybe you'll have got Cochi americano, And I would recommend getting that because every cocktail we've had Cochi in works. has been delicious. It's so subtle and so nice. Benedictine, such a random thing, but I bet your parents have a bottle of it's it, it of somewhere. Oh, you
2: always have a random bottle in the back of a cupboard.
1: Yeah, and it comes out and it works. Mm-hmm. And those black walnut bitters. <laughs> and a beautiful name. Mm. Oh my
2: god. It's just de- deceptive. I'm going to celebrate with more cashew
1: nuts. Right, well, okay, right. There's going to be rustling in this be episode. Rustling and crunching <laughs> as Nick...
2: Munches his way through a bag of cashew nuts.
1: Absolutely demolishes a bag of cashew nuts. Oh, that's a mangrove. There we go. So with the Bastille firmly in hand, mm-hmm. revolutionaries as we are, and a big handful of cashew nuts I mean, you. I've got
2: my drinks. I've got my snacks. Come on, bring it on. Are you ready for a story?
1: Oh, got yeah. Yay. So this week, Nick, we have the tale of queen. Ooh. A queen who ruled with a venomous hatred for anyone who defied her beliefs or her country. Nice. It is the story of the woman known as the Bloody Queen, the okay. Cruel Queen, the Mad Queen. It is the story of Queen Ranavalona, the first of Madagascar.
2: I Oh, I, I've so nearly done this story before. <laughs> but mainly I didn't because I couldn't pronounce things. Because all of the names are like...
1: Ah, shit. and why i did this person who cannot pronounce anything <laughs> at all yeah so buckle in people in terms of the pronunciations yeah. but this story it's it's one excuse my pronunciation all the way through but the queen rana Valona of madagascar described by one explorer female explorer she is certainly one of the proudest and cruelest <laughs> didn't write it right women on the face of the earth and her whole history is a record of bloodshed and deeds of horror. Well, how delightful. Now, this is a woman that if all the reports are to be believed is up there with Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah. Is up there with all the evil countesses and all the evil queens that we could imagine and the evil kings and the evil Mm. rulers across the centuries. Her story isn't told as much though. Also, a lot of the sources of this are not entirely unbiased. Yeah. This is a story that takes place in the 1800s. So we're not talking about centuries and centuries where we can't even trust the resources there. The fact is that accounts of her life are going to be written by her enemies and by white people. Yeah. So white people and also the people she persecuted who want to paint a picture of her in a certain way. Some of the accounts lean so heavily into the absolute mania Mm. that has been whipped up around this woman that you have to kind of go. Okay, really? really? She was
2: probably a delight. She was <laughs> lovely.
1: Well, we'll kittens leave... for everyone. First rule, King. <laughs> it is up to people to decide. There are plenty of people who are sort of calling for a, re- a revisionist kind of autobiography of her. The fact is, she, she, yeah, she mm, did some shit. Yeah, she did some shit. The sources are what they are. <laughs> so I have poured through quite a lot actually, and I did. This did actually end up. With me going through a deep dive of the other sources, I had many sources to choose from. And I looked at quite a few from, from Madagascar as well, as much as I could to translate. I looked through Wiki and there was quite a lot on Wiki that I went, that should be in there. Yeah. yeah, Not in my own personal opinion, but we kind of look into it and go, uh, really? You're not questioning this source here <laughs> at all? Because it's the one source mm. of that time about someone. There's not a lot of resources about her. So anyway, that's the caveat. We all know where Madagascar is, don't we, Nick?
2: off the coast of india Mm-mm. this is off the coast of africa yes
1: <laughs> it's in the india, indian ocean Yeah, man. indian ocean <laughs> right. new india, the...
2: india was in there somewhere
1: <laughs> india was in this oh that's nick that's pathetic it really is pathetic <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's off it's off. There. It's to the right hand side you're
1: making hand gestures and they're not helping it's to the right it's hand the side. south southeast <laughs> coast yeah of africa just off there But it it is is on the route to India. So you're not completely wrong. It's not like you said it's near Japan. (laughs) (laughs) It's on the road to somewhere. It's left of England and then (laughs) to Australia. That's it. So off the southeast coast of Africa. Also, it's worth mentioning, Madagascar experiencing pretty savage famine at the moment due to Mm. climate crisis. One of the most beautiful places in the world. One of the least developed countries in the world as well. But we're not going there now. No. At the time period we're visiting, it was known as the Kingdom of Madagascar. Now, Madagascar has a lengthy history in terms of the different rulers and it's different names as well. So it's got what we would call indigenous names. It's got different r- references to kingdoms. I'm going to stick with calling it Madagascar all the way through this. Yeah. But it is ruled by a line of the Marina Nobles, and that's the largest ethnic group in the country. The island is also firmly in the sights of many European rulers mm. and explorers, nicely on the way to India. So Good England, point. Britain, Britain, Great Britain thinks, oh, colonies. We'll have a bit of that. Lovely. We like that. We like that. French fond of that too as well, mm. because they're very busy in Africa. It's going, hmm, more stuff.
2: <laughs> we like stuff. We like
1: stuff. But Rana Valona was born in 1778, and her birth name is Ramaveau, and she is born into poverty. Mm-hmm. She does not come from a noble background. She is the daughter of a tribesman, a a commoner, essentially. And she had ahead of her a life of hardship. But her father, her father, has some good luck. Mm -hmm. Because he hears about a plot to assassinate the king of the time. And the king's name... Good luck with this. (laughs) Right. Okay. I actually got my husband to come in the room earlier today and work out how to say this. (laughs) Adrian Nam Poin Imirina. First time.
2: Nicely done. (laughs) If it's right,
1: fantastic. Forever known as as the king who went before. (laughs) The king who went before.
2: I like that. The
1: (laughs) translation of his name, according to a a magazine, a prominent magazine from Madagascar, is the one who will always stay in the mariner's hearts. Oh. And also can be translated as the king who is not like the stupid. (laughs) Now, this king is... I'm not going to go into his whole history. He is quite beloved as a king in, in history. In their hearts, apparently. Yep, <laughs> in so. his heart. He remains a heroic figure for, for many, many years and also today. Did a huge amount to unify all the territories. There were a lot of different territories split up mm. before it became the kingdom of Madagascar and it had different names and then became Madagascar as it is today. But, no, it turned out the king's own uncle wanted him dead. Bastard. he wanted to be the king. Very lying. And there is a lot of Game of Thrones-esque. I'm just going to say it. that sort of, like, plundering for power, particularly on the Iron Islands sort of vibe (laughs) of, like, you know, whatever happens, I will kill whoever is in front of me. Oh, no. But this commoner, the commoner, warned the king, and the plot was foiled. And so moved was the king by this gesture, so grateful, is that he rewarded the man by betrothing the king's son, Prince Radimer to Ramova.
2: Oh, okay. Well, one way to get ahead. Yeah, now, that's a really good gesture. That, uh, yeah, I've got some. son going, do I get saying this? No.
1: no. No, 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 no. The king has 11 sons and 12 daughters by his many, many wives. Many, many, many wives. But, ah, he has named Radama his heir. So, mm, she's going to marry she's gonna be queen. the future king. And mm. not only that, she's going to be his first wife. Oh. Mm, 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 mm. So, Ramova is going to be queen one day the now the line of succession is an odd one Radama I know there's a lot of renuma, Radama Radama <laughs> the, the, the heir the king the future king was not the eldest of his yeah. children but the king had said okay you're going to be my him. heir if you are pronounced the king if you're my heir all of your children and any of the children that your spouses mm. produce will be in line and they will ascend to the throne to ensure that the line of succession continued the king had his eldest son killed Okay, And this is a pattern you're going to see a lot right? in here. As soon as you name a successor, kill everyone else. Get rid of the others. Literally kill everybody else. It's fine. Because
2: they're going to try and kill you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When the king dies in 1810, Radama I ascends to the throne. He's just 18. And his first bride is Ramova. She is 15 years older than him. Okay. But her children will be future rulers. Mm. As was tradition... Radama killed many, many members of her family. So no one would have a chance mm. of usurping him to the throne or claiming anything. Her whole family, anyone who was close to her killed. His own family members yeah. killed. Anyone Just who questioned it, did.
2: Get rid of it. Anyone else who's got a claim to anything.
1: 100%. Kill them off. So it's a bitter pill to swallow because you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to be queen and I'm going to be the, the first wife. And I'll have riches and a nice house and courtiers. But also, you're going to kill my family. You're going to kill everyone I've ever known. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. New King, the young man, takes 12 wives in total during his reign. But his first wife, the only one who will be called queen, is Romova. She's not his favourite. Meh. She is older than him. Not by much. By, what, 15 years? It's not It's a small number. It's not a small number. And she's apparently quite vocal. Yeah. Vocal. She's chatty. She has thoughts in her head. Oh, my God. Hmm. No one wants that in a wife. Outspoken, didn't agree with his policies and his decisions, and he thought her noisy. Oh. Noisy. Nobody wants a noisy wife. No one wants to sit
2: there and look pretty. Just do some sewing. So yes, embroider things. <laughs>
1: Write something to someone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Radama is carrying on the work of his father before him. He's trying to unite the country, but he's very interested he's more interested, and as it was his father, in forging ties with Europeans. Uh. And he does sign a treaty with the British. With the British kind of like a friendship sort of alliance, uh, well, is, with
2: is that all get blown to pieces by cannons from the many many boats well, we're surrounding your islands by?
1: Not so much. They're not. They're <laughs> not actually going. We'll blow you to pieces because they'll be like, "Well, come on then. We'll we'll go to war with Africa." You know, it's more. Let's, let's be friendly, it's friendly, 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 friendly. It's all very nice. British cricket rules kind of thing. In eighteen seventeen, it allows lots of Christian missionaries. To come to oh. the island, yes, come in. Preach the word of our Lord, That's you, you so weird, sad. weird heathens. <laughs> and also, they'll you know, can you can you just calm down on your slave trading mm. to to Madagascar? They're like, yeah. can, can, can you not so much, really? Yes. Uh, and they're like, oh yeah, we'd like to keep hold of that, really, <laughs> <laughs> on the sly, everyone. <laughs> this horrified uh, Ramova, the young queen. She saw this, any sort of dealing with the Europeans, as a suppression of her country's traditional faiths and the ancestors of their beliefs. And this is a thing she held true to her heart all the way through her life. Mm-hmm. This was her sort of defining quality. As such, things weren't rosy in the bedroom no. uh, of the king and queen. He wanted to go and see all his other hot wives, <laughs> so no children were produced. Oh, that's, that's, that's not
2: good. No. You need an heir.
1: You need an heir. And the queen sort of was bored for many years, kind of floated around court, hanging out with her, her ladies of court. Mm. Again, this reference as well from, from a questionable source that she hung out with one of the Welsh missionaries who came to Madagascar, a man named David Griffiths, who had a very interesting life as a missionary. She didn't really like Christians, but maybe he had good rum. Apparently yeah. she was drinking rum with them as well, but like, yeah. can't really be stood up. But maybe that happened. She is quietly seething in the background until July 1828, when the king falls ill. Very, very ill. Very, 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 very stabby sort of ill. Mm, Well, (laughs) he dies. He dies. Okay. How he died is a sort of matter of debate. Okay. Now, Radimer was a drunkard. All of his life. Well documented. And his official cause of death is death by heavy intoxication. Well, that'll do it. Mm, it's a good way to go. Not so much. People sort of question, like, you know, did he die from drunkenness? Did he mm. fall down? It was cirrhosis of the liver. All of those things are sort of passed around. Others, the rumor mill starts. Did he literally drink himself to death? Did he take his own life? If he was suffering from extensive pain, some people have it that he cut his own throat with his own dagger. Others say he died from syphilis. So, if you're a civilist and you're the king, then maybe we say, "Oh no, no, he died from drinking too much because he was such a lad." (laughs) Mm. And others would, of course, whisper that he may have been dispatched by a rival Mm. or an enemy, or maybe his first wife. There's no evidence to support that whatsoever, but he did. But he's dead. Whatever happens, he's dead. He did. Nice tradition in the family as well. The king before him and him as well. He was buried in a silver coffin. Nice in a tomb on the grounds of the royal palace and his tomb was surrounded by jewels and fire and a mirror and table and chairs and a bed and a nice jug with water and also some rum that was replenished every year.
2: Nice. Well, Just in gotta, case
1: he woke up. Well, indeed. You've got
2: to be prepared for the afterlife and all that sort of thing. In case you have company. Yeah, exactly. Same yes. that? <laughs> Good
1: to have options. <laughs> but now we have the problem of succession, Nick. Mm. Ooh, no yeah, direct heir yeah, to no, the throne. No air. That's not going to no well. No air. Tradition would dictate that his sister's son, his nephew, Rakatobi, would ascend. Now he is in line and there's enough people at court who are like, oh yeah, actually we we quite like him. The two courtiers who were with the king when he died were really big fans of young Rakatobi and they were prepared to speak out for him. But they decided they should hide the news of the king's death for about two days until they could sort of work out an action plan of putting the nephew... To the front, mm, yeah, cunning. The, very Game
2: of Thrones. Lots of plotting going on behind mm, the scenes.
1: Yeah, he died, but then there's two factions. There's the queen's faction. There's the nephew's faction. Also, other people are going, "Oh, hello." Hello. Maybe yes. like, oh, "Shut up, you! <laughs> shut up, you!"
2: Um, I'm the, the fourth cousin twice
1: removed, <laughs> and I, I think I'm I think up think for the job. I'd be great. <laughs> it's also. Do you not know what happened to everyone else beforehand? Don't... I would keep your mouth shut if I were you. Yeah, unless you've got a really strong chance of winning. There's even rumours that the courtiers who were with the king when he died, one of them was the queen's lover. But there was two days, no one knew the king was dead. I don't know if they full-on weekend at Burnie Tim,
0: Like, had him walking around the
1: streets going, la 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 I'm sure they were much more respectful. Maybe. Just propped him up on a chair vaguely. <laughs>
2: with, a, with a newspaper and a cigar. A newspaper and a Bastille <laughs> in <fine>. the hand.
1: <laughs> he's fine. He's, he's, he's chilling out. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, eventually the news has to come out that the king is dead. This delay may have cost them their advantage, mm. though, because... They obviously hadn't hidden the fact that King was dead. Enough whispers go through...
2: Difficult thing to keep quiet, I feel.
1: Yeah, the whispers go through the courtiers and everything. And all the people who are in the support of the Queen, she starts gathering her own spies and her own supporters. They not only ensure that she's kept safe, that no one comes and kills her, Mm. because they they would, they absolutely would cut her down. They keep her safe, but also work to secure support for her ascension to the throne they say that they whisper around that this is their god's will this is the ancestor's will it's meant to be. this is what they want and on the 11th of august 1828 ramova declares herself as radama's successor based on her dead's husband non-existent wishes and she had enough support well yeah so she rises to the throne as queen rana the first and she has nice. her coronation in 1829 So yes, you have to remember this is the 1800s. We're not talking like way way back. (laughs) At her coronation, she gives this quite famous speech where she proclaims, "Never say she is only a feeble and ignorant woman. How can she rule such a vast empire? I will rule here to the good fortune of my people and the glory of my name. I will worship no gods but those of my ancestors. The ocean shall be the boundary of my realm." I will not see the thickness of one hair of my realm. Oh, fighting talk. Da, da, Good da. for her. At her coronation, she really favoured European fashion, mm. even if she wasn't a fan of the Europeans. So she wore a dress in the French style. In the, oh, the French style. In the okay. French style. Lots of red, red silk, lots of flowing red oh, okay. silk, gold buttons. Will make you stand out, won't it? Yeah, well. I mean, um, everyone else
2: is in traditional dress and you're in there in a fancy European frock. Well, she would adapt them.
1: She would she would get European dress, but she would adapt pieces of the Malagas style mm. into it. So she would put her initials in there and sort of and, and also different traits. Charge it there. up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. she loved that style, but she wanted to make it kind of like a her twist on yeah, it. Yeah, you need to yeah, go yeah. 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 like it. So she starts her reign, of course, by killing all of her rivals. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's what everyone does. Uh, a whole family wiped out. Yep. Yeah yeah dead 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 anyone who murmured about wanting to be king had to be killed she followed an ancient custom where it was said that no royal blood should ever be spilled so she had them strangled ha nice like it except for rakatobi's mother who she had imprisoned prison in a cell and let starve to death
2: nice yeah nice it's nice, nice.
1: But still no blood No blood was spilled. No blood. Gods are happy. Now in her power, she has her sights set on the reform that she wants from the previous kings. Unlike her former husband and her father-in-law before that, she wanted no accord with Europe. Mm. No. Madagascar will be its own kingdom. Literally the kingdom of Madagascar with no outsiders. She wants it to thrive on its own with, with no foreign influence. And she wants to adhere to the old ways and traditions. She tore up the treaty. Her late husband had forged with Britain, literally and figuratively, mm. starts cutting off ties with foreign trade lines as well. We will be self sufficient. Very much does this by championing her own export of slaves. Mm. Yeah, so a lot of slave trade. Yeah. 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 This has been one of the things that had been banned by the treaty with Britain, as I said earlier, but she undid that. No no, 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 we have no, slaves. We, we'll we, trade we've them. got
2: plenty of people here. Mm. Have Yes, and you want people to have them.
1: She would, in the background, of course, amass her own army and use the armies to amass more territories and expand the size of Madagascar, um, fend off invading armies and plunderers, and also employ the use of forced labour in lieu of taxes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So just like, oh citizens, you'll work for us. Why? Why for free? <laughs> it's, not a, it's not an
2: ideal utopian society, I feel, that mm. she's created. But
1: she sees this as all beneficial to the future uh. of her country <laughs> and crucially she begins restricting the lives and practices of the christians yeah. now maybe they didn't ask the christians to come well no that's true but they had been welcomed in the past and they had set up churches and they had set up libraries and they'd set up schools and they'd done a lot of work yes preaching the word of one lord she doesn't want this no no, no, no. let's start to gently undo all the work of the christians she will not allow any more baptisms The ones who are already here, okay, will tolerate you, but no more. No, 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 no indoctrinate anyone. No recruiting. You won't be treated badly if you stay, or would you? (laughs) We'll see.
2: But you won't be treated well either.
1: (laughs) Won't be be looked on favourably. Her physical appearance, interestingly, is a contradictory one because this is where all of the accounts of how the Queen looked are from all the white Westerners. Yeah. Yeah, so she was always described as exotic, tall, tall woman. She was called powerful. But again, this is from the perspective of a lot of English people who have got Queen Victoria and kind of go, she's the ideal queen, this big lofty bitch. No, we don't (laughs) like her at all. This this
2: three foot tall, 20 stone uh, woman
1: is the ideal queen. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of the writings about her are of her immediately huge, tyrannical, mad tribal woman. So, you know, pretty racist take on it. She was, even though she, you know, made her coronation speech, which is, you know, pretty powerful, she was quite private. She was said mm-hmm. to to not want to speak in public that much. It was very likely she was illiterate, but that was because the Malagas language had not been written down until uh. very recently, literally during her reign. So couldn't have read speeches and couldn't have done those sort of long speeches. So she, she preferred not to, but she was sort of intensely quiet, but she liaised with all of her courtiers and was said to sort of, lean on talismans and all these sorts of things people whispered whispered about her she uses this power to her advantage or maybe the the silence that she put across could be used to her advantage because people just could see her sort of moving about oh she's plotting she's plotting (laughs) whispers about her taste for cruel punishment she would never remarry she had children with her favorites with people in court and they were deemed to be the heirs of the previous king so they were in line for the threat. Her, her kids, because she, she'd been married to she'd king, been married, yeah. Yeah, she can who she likes, which is quite nice. Oh, yeah. Is quite nice. Good yeah, good for her. Um, there were some reports. Again, I couldn't get this stood up, but I heard one case of where she declared herself a man to prevent further alliance. Now, I don't know if that's figuratively... Well, she was like, literally, I don't don't think she was, but Mm -hmm. it was like, no, I'm not going to marry again, so don't rack up anything in front of me. Again, this is is probably hearsay or apocryphal, so it's interesting. Now, things escalated substantially in 1835. I've heard her sort of gently going, no, I don't really like the Christians. It's when she fell very ill that year, and she fell so ill it was feared she would die. This Mm -hmm. was a really horrific illness. What it was, we don't exactly know. But she was at death's door. But then suddenly the queen emerged from her chambers miraculously well. Oh. Miraculously well. Cured of all ailments. And of everyone around her going, what the hell has happened? And she said it was because she would prayed to her ancestors, to the old gods who are true gods, to save her. And she felt that the gods of her ancestors had protected her and now she must purge her land of Christianity. Yeah. She gonna crank it up a notch. Missionaries who hadn't already been encouraged to leave were banished. Anyone who had remained or had been converted to Christianity were dragged before the Queen, and they were forced to undergo the famous trial by ordeal Um. involving a very evil nut. (laughs) Is that the bean?
2: Is that the, the evil, yes, I think I know the bean.
1: You're calling it a bean?
2: Yeah. Would you like
1: a drink?
0: Oh, yeah, I would, actually, yes. <laughs>
1: before before going about the bean. <laughs> Save the bean talk for later.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. you have
1: an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much
0: at airbnb.com slash host.
1: So Nick. Yep. The Queen is on her rampage against Christianity. Mm. She needs a very evil nut to do her work. Now you keep laughing. <laughs> so what's your bean theory? Oh, is this the is this
2: the caliber?
1: No. Oh,
2: okay. I'm thinking of something different then.
1: Well, well let's come back to that okay. in a bit. Love to hear about that okay. one. If you were in Madagascar at the time, in the kingdom, if you possessed a Bible, you went to church, you were seen going to the church, if you sort of kind of went, like, oh, Christianity's okay, you were going to be punished. You were going to face death. Now, if you were outright a Christian, yep, you could face all of the horrible, horrible deaths that you can imagine. <laughs> so you could be starved to death, you could be pushed off a cliff, you could be speared to death, boiled alive, beaten and beheaded such fun other torments that were laid out in front of you you could be sawn in half skinned alive crushed the testicles don't
2: do that mm. please Another, don't do that
1: d- d- not all at once no 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 other nice one being mm. sewn up in the hide of a buffalo with only the head sticking out and then you were left to die mm. and see, I don't know if that's like the skin the hide because yes, then overcoat, that's just yeah. like a bit of a heavy overcoat yeah or so maybe you are starved to death because you can't use your hands
2: Yeah, you can't eat, but I don't don't see what having a big leathery jacket helps that.
1: So maybe you were sewn up in the buffalo, kind of Star Wars sort of thing. Uh, It's hot in there. It's hot in the buffalo. It's quite hot in the buffalo, yeah. Uh, If you didn't want any of those, you might want Trial by Ordeal. Mm -hmm. And you might want to have a go at the Tangina. Ordeal. Okay. I believe it's pronounced Tangina. T-A-N-G-E-N-A. So the Tangina, do you know what it is?
2: No, I can't say I do.
1: It's a shrub. A shrub. A shrub common to Madagascar. Okay. And it has a plant. It is a plant Mm. that has a fruit. And in that fruit, there is an almond-shaped nut. Mm. But it's not an almond. Not an almond. It's the Tangina nut. And this is extremely toxic. It is a famous poison. And it was used in the ordeals and it became the Tangina ordeal. The way they did it, and it has got shades of other trial by ordeals Mm. using a type of poison. The poison is extracted and the accused is brought before the queen. The accused is given apparently rice water or rice soup, so some liquid. And then they must take the poison extracted from the tangina nut, along with three chicken skins.
2: Okay, right.
1: Swallow all that down. Knock all that back. Quite the cocktail. It really is, yeah. I should have made that one. Mm Mm-hmm. And if the accused then vomited up the three chicken skins, one, two, three, they were innocent. Right. If they did not bring up all three... They had to bring up all three. They had to bring up all three. But if they didn't or they foolishly died from Fools. being poisoned they were guilty right that's interesting that's the ordeal that's their trial by ordeal okay yeah. now there are variations of this in witch trials and witch hunts around the world so you mentioned a bean yeah so there's one there's well, actually I remember it because
2: when we had the patron episode with i think it was with Catherine Harkup Mm. Right back at the beginning, mm. she 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 mentioned this particular poison, and it, it yeah. stuck. It stuck with me. Bonus um, expert. So indeed. So we had. Yeah. So trial trial ordeal by bean. <laughs> um, it was, and I think this is uh It's the 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 calabar bean from I think predominantly from like around Nigeria, mm. the sort of way. And the idea being, yeah, that you you pop a couple of these beans in, if you <laughs> um, pop a bean, uh, pop pop a bean in. And I must admit, I need, I need to do I need to Google it. If you, if you died, you're innocent. If you lived, you were guilty, or the other way around. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. But there was a yeah. If you vomited horribly, then you were guilty. If you didn't, you were fine. And a lot of people thinking, oh, I get it out of my system, like chewed the bean, which only released the yeah. toxins sort of more, which made them very, very ill and produced them guilty. If you just swallowed the thing whole, then it would just stay in your system and come out the other end. Exactly. And you survived entirely fine. So yeah, so there was a different different type of bean. So there's, there's <laughs> beans and nuts.
1: There's, there's various toxins that were used in Trial by Ordeal. And as you said, exactly, there are some where you had to keep it down. Mm. And if your body purged it, you know, like... Uh, certain a word poisons it will cause you to purge it will yeah. cause you to throw up and they go oh you're trying to purge it from your system because you can't the lord's <laughs> arsenic <laughs> will not stay in your system that was a theory but on this one it was just a weird kind of admin the, yeah, the old
2: chicken skin thing going on there as well so yeah okay. they so
1: they put the chicken skins down now you had chicken skin as an ingredient yeah what what cocktail would you would have you come up with, with that chicken one? skin cocktail chicken skin cocktail just make some crispy chicken skins on the side to nibble on.
2: Right. So any old cocktail with some crispy chicken skin on the side. We just
1: order some KFC and eat the skin. It may bring <laughs> it on. With, with the yeah, vodka. absolutely. <laughs> with... We might do that later. Actually. <laughs> After a few more of these best deals. So if you're puking your guts up and for some reason the, 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 the third one doesn't mm. come up or the second one it gets caught in your throat or anything, you're guilty. And then... How will you die? Oh, choose from all of the above. All the things that I've said. How are you going to be killed? You can be stabbed. You can be... Or you can be subjected to a far worse death. You know, whether it's all the torture kind of ways. Now, the Queen saw the Tangina ordeal as a religious trial. And many other practitioners of this also saw it as a spiritual thing. The Queen reportedly, in the same way that others did, thought this was the will of the gods. Yeah. They were saying that the gods decided... If you were guilty or innocent. This isn't me torturing you. This is no. the test that the the, the the gods and our ancestors have set in front of you. This will determine whether you live or you die. Others felt that the nut itself was spiritual. That the toxin inside it was a spirit of some mm-hmm. kind. And it would punish the guilty. So if it poisoned you to death, well, you were guilty. You deserved it. Which is kind okay. of great, But So poison is like a spirit. It's like a little ghosty yeah. thing. It said that around half the people... Who underwent the ordeal died, and a lot of people underwent the ordeal <laughs> mm-hmm. during her reign in Madagascar. Around twenty percent of the population oh, died as a result of the ordeal in eighteen thirty eight alone. Bloody hell! So, if you want to do the maths around that, That's a lot of twenty percent died. How many people did the ordeal? Mm. There were reports of, or there's there's thoughts that people were subjected to the ordeal again and again yeah. and again. Didn't get the results so, I wanted the
2: first time around. Yeah. Having to have some more.
1: <laughs> well, any little insurgents, mm. anything that, that bothered the Queen, apparently would result in this trial and ordeal. Now, this is where people go, okay, is this is this likely? This is where we go into Elizabeth Bathory territory. Is this getting a little bit... Any excuse she had mm. used this trial ordeal, it was definitely used yeah. to the point where it was banned years later, officially on record. But there was apparently one story where one of her young nieces died of whooping cough and she put all of the servants who attended her through the ordeal.
2: Oh, because they had let her die.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the abusive servants yeah. in this one, which isn't recorded, but mm. we've covered enough in the other countesses yeah, and the other noble well, women out there, you know, if it's if it's to be believed. She's
2: all she's all for the slave trade. I I'm, can't imagine she's that bothered about her own servants in the, totally in not, the palace.
1: Totally not. One of her advisors and one of her lovers as well, again, a very complicated name that I, I'm sorry, I won't pronounce because I tried and I tried and I tried <laughs> and I feel like I would be doing it a disservice. But one of her advisors who was with her and probably fathered her son was put to trial after apparently flirting with another woman. There's some that she caught him with another woman, others that he looked at another woman. Trial by ordeal was presented to him and he said, just stab me in the throat. Mm. Like, it was like a fuck you to her. So, like, And he said, pointed to the throat and said, do it speared through the throat.
2: Mm. I suppose it is a get-out-of-jail-free card, really, isn't it? If you're there and you genuinely have a belief in the ancestors and whatever deities that you, you believe in, mm. it's not me doing this stuff. Yeah, 100%. If, if, if you die, then it's because the gods have pro- proclaimed you guilty. Yeah. So I, my conscience is entirely clean. Mm. Is entirely clear of all this stuff.
1: It's a, it's a weird logic. Compared to the witch trials, where you've got the trial by water... Where it's like if you float to the top, which is science, then the devil is saving you. But if you float to the bottom and you die, oh, the Lord wanted you. That's just <laughs> mental. That's just horrible. But this one, at least, you have a vague chance. You have a vague chance. <laughs> you have a vague chance if you puke up enough chicken skin. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Okay. And you've also taken a toxin, which is going to make you vomit. Yeah. So, hmm. But it's also torturing people missionaries gave uh, this one really lurid report of the tortures of Christians. Apparently there were 15 Christian leaders who were sort of left in Madagascar at this time. And they were all suspended by ropes above a ravine. 150 foot drop to the rocks. Mm. And they were forced, forced to repent, to to, to renounce their Christian ways and they refused so the ropes were cut. They plummeted to their death. Also Tales which I don't believe. The Queen coated her feet in poison and had anyone accused kiss her feet. <laughs> if they survived, well, then, you know,
2: the okay. gods were on their side. That's well, just um, ridiculous. Yeah, well, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean... It might have happened. You never know. Things that really did happen.
2: Oh, let's stick with those things.
1: Which which sounds ridiculous, actually, when you <laughs> say it, is she had a really big stroke of good luck. This is back in, actually, 1832, when a Frenchman, Jean Laborde, washed up on her shore, literally... Okay. Yes. It's nice when Frenchmen wash up in the shore. Indeed. Yeah, absolutely. But he was an adventurer, an engineer. Mm. He had been sailing around. He was an experienced industrialist. And he was hunting for treasure in shipwrecks. Nice. Around the coast of Madagascar. But he got shipwrecked. Mm. And he was washed ashore. And he was dragged in front of the queen. She's like, hello, Mr. Frenchman. Learned of his skills as an engineer. And decided, right, I'm going to employ you. I'm going to use you. I'm going to give you labor. Forced labor. Yeah. Resources build me factories produce rifles and cannon and this sort of started a little mini industrial revolution for the island where he led with her this formation of this area that was producing not only weaponry for the army but their own goods so apparently bricks tars pottery glass porcelain silk soap Candles. Everyone loves a candle. candle. Lime, cement, charcoal, all these sorts of things, like dyes and fabrics, Mm. and start trading. Wow. Okay. He became one of her most trusted one would hope, yeah, obviously. (laughs) And lover, obviously Obviously. it was said, yeah. Said to have fathered her son who became the next king Mm -hmm. as well. While she despised most Europeans, she saw their usefulness. She made a speech at one point thanking the Europeans, acknowledging their influence Mm. on madagascar of them introducing language different languages excuse me and their culture and art and history and their teachings but also saying stay the fuck out of madagascar because don't indoctrine anyone into your religions or your beliefs
2: so we'll take all the good things but then just go away
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah pretty much it did succeed in her with this sort of industrial town and all of this production of rifles and cannon making a formidable force against foreign invaders. Now, there are stories. There are stories that both the British and the French decided to gang together to sort of make a shit attack on Madagascar. Maybe it was bad luck when they made this invasion in 1849 that the British and the French decided to sort of sail up to Madagascar, sailed up on the shores thinking, oh, we can take over this little That's island thing. I'm
2: sure it probably did happen because they, they were just like so arrogantly Blase. convinced by their, their yeah. own entire superiority. The, what could this little African island possibly have to defeat us
1: yes (laughs) it it does make sense to a point that that, and and apparently Britain and France sort of got together on this Mm. and they were like even though they would have fought like cats and dogs about who actually owned it (laughs) but they sailed up and apparently in Madagascar the Queen had set up sort of like a false fort on the shores that looked all rickety Mm. and they were like (laughs) yeah we can get through that (laughs) easily but she had a massive fortress behind it so there was this battle on the beach and the british and the french were sent away absolutely defeated <laughs> retreated in some reports it was like yeah yeah they succeeded other reports it was like no some of the soldiers died of malaria <laughs> yeah, well as soon as they stepped, they just dropped, dead. dropped dead but the thing that endured afterwards is that after this defeat the heads of 20 european casualties were cut off and put on spikes Mm. on the beach and lined up as a message to anyone who dared try to breach their shores in the future. Okay. Mm. As her reign went on, she definitely became more erratic, again, if the stories are to be believed. In 1845, very famous this one, she decided she wanted her subjects to go on a buffalo hunt.
2: (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Big Uh, buffalo hunt. Big buffalo hunt. And it's not just a few. It's it's thousands. It's all of them. As in tens of thousands of people go and hunt the buffalo with just minimal supplies <laughs> through the jungle. Find some, would you? They had to go and do this under pain of the massive torture mm. that she threatened them with. Had to build roads through the jungle, dying as they went. Just dropping dead of no supplies, malaria, starvation, dehydration... The hunt lasted four months, 10,000 people allegedly died, okay. not one buffalo was killed. Oh, that's a disappointment. <laughs> There's one guy in the high walking along. a buffalo. No, not a single buffalo.
2: Well, they're shit hunters.
1: Some of them were actually sewn up in the buffaloes, wandering along, going, oh yes, no, they'll never <laughs> catch me. All in buffalo costume, going, ah. <laughs> Other fun facts, oh. alleged fun facts as well. She had a tradition where she took a public bath once a year on her balcony. Nice. And they would pour the water over her adoring fans. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, her How subjects. Lovely. Like a blessing, like a blessing.
2: Yeah, drink my bath
1: water. In your face. Eventually, the plots against her bubble to the surface. Mm. If you have a strong ruler, there's going to be more plots around her. Yeah. Uh, she found out her own son, Rakoto, and her confidant, the Frenchman, Lebord, had been plotting against her with the French, to drive her from power. Now, she forgave her son, who would later become her heir. Some alleged it was a big double bluff, that the son was working with her to sort of have conspiracies against Uh, others. So she could identify... the the spies. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She forgave him, which kind of lends credence Mm. to this. As a very bloody woman, she would be like, "Well, well, screw you, I'll have another son, or whatever. Forgave him, and he would succeed her. Laborde, the Frenchman, was apparently sent on a death march... Through the jungle, malaria everywhere, but he survived. Oh, good him! He did quite well. The queen, Ranavalova, would not be overthrown, though. She would reign for thirty-three years. Yeah, that's a damn good going. She died in her sleep in eighteen sixty-one, aged eighty-three. Well, mm-hmm. succeeded by her son, who would become Radama II. Apparently, on her twelve thousand zebu was slaughtered. Do you know a zebu? I don't know what a zebu is. Ah, oh, zebu! It's a bit of cattle, and also it's a good Simpsons reference. Is it? Hump and do lap. hump and do lap. A load of people understand what I mean by right. saying that. Yes,
2: sure, it's hilarious.
1: Yes, but it's got a hump, and it's got the like the flappy jowls, okay. the little horns, and everything. Zebu. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, it's yes. a thing. It's you a can thing, look apparently. it up later. But twelve thousand zebu, of them, were slaughtered. <laughs> meat distributed to the populace in her honor. During her funeral ceremony, apparently a spark from her fucking funeral quartage, whatever was happening, ignited a barrel of (laughs) gunpowder, killed a bunch of people, and burned down three buildings. Brilliant. She died how she lived. Yeah, indeed,
2: making an exit.
1: During her 33-year reign, it is estimated that Madagascar's population was reduced by up to 50%. Oh, Christ. Between sort of 33 and 50%. From 5 million to 2.5 million. That's not ideal. Mm. 50% of the population wiped out. Mm. Radama II, her son, did not carry on her violent regime. Good. Good. Allowed the Christians back in, tried to reverse a lot of the policy there before being strangled two years after his coronation. Oh. Mm. But the Tangina ordeal was outlawed in 1865 four years after the queen's death so was she truly a mad queen or was she a fearless bloody leader no Mm -hmm. different from plenty of the other males who had come before her and after her as well she is given the moniker of the Bloody Queen, the Mad Queen, the Cruel Queen. As I said, most of the reports of her would come from very biased sources who could paint her as a brutal madwoman and a savage in very racist terms. When it comes to female rulers in history, particularly those with a bad rep, there's almost an automatic assumption that their stories need to be retold and rewritten with a more sympathetic eye and voice. However, there's no doubt that the Queen was a tyrannous and bloody ruler. Aside from the trials by ordeal, there are plenty of reports about the conditions that her subjects lived in. The number of deaths in her armed forces, the forced labour factories. Are they exaggerated? Maybe a bit. But sometimes a bloody Queen really is a bloody Queen. <laughs> and that is the story. Yes. The Mad Queen of Madagascar. A terrifying woman. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So how much did you know... I, I knew bits
2: of it because uh, yeah, it's one of the sorts I have looked at in the past but I'm um, not in great detail mm. so yes interesting it's
1: a, it's an interesting one because everyone acknowledges the resources mm. a lot written by missionaries white guys white yeah. guys white yeah. British guys talking about Madagascar and painting her as a savage as a savage yes which is horrible it doesn't mean it didn't happen well indeed uh, <laughs> she definitely did some nasty shit yeah,
2: yeah, she definitely did some horrible, horrible things. So yeah, she was all for slave trade, trying to yeah. export. I think she did a lot. From what I remember, my wrote my my reads before, she did a lot of trade with the sort of the Arab states and things like yeah. that of getting, yep, slaves and things sold mm. there. So. Yeah, she's that was one of a, their biggest experts. An all benevolent ruler, um, no. <laughs> that has been has been done the done the dirty with history. And she was yeah, yeah. She wanted
1: to blight out Christianity as yeah. well, and was was very happy to use a heavy hand with that. Yeah,
2: mm. and so very very happy to take the benefits of European mm. new. Knowledge and stuff like that. Yeah, but then yeah, and uh, now tell us how. Tell me how to make guns. (laughs) Then go away. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make cannons and then fuck off. Yeah, (laughs) it started with
1: Christians, and there was a lot of like Europeans are not allowed in Madagascar. And you know, like her trying to you know forge a country, and people sort of acknowledge the fact that she did do good work ish in terms of making sure the country was self-sufficient yeah, a bit, yeah. But, but at a great cost yes
2: at a, at a very great cost
1: and again ways. looking through the resources from madagascar there's not a lot that are going oh she's a hero she's a, no. they also sort of say some people think she's a hero also no also no. No, no no Yeah. not so much it's with balance with balance and but also the only bit of leeway i will give not for anything that she did but it's another one where the women's crimes are laid out in great detail. Like, isn't this absolutely horrific and, and an anomaly? Whereas men have been doing it for centuries. Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah. So
1: much. Yeah. Every man is, is progressive, but they were all slave traders as well. Mm. And they would have been killing people by by ordeal, maybe not as much as her, because she was going on a sort of a religious rant. So balance may be needed, but, but doesn't make her. Not you, a exactly. Mental.
2: It doesn't make her not a vicious, terrifying woman.
1: Yes. Poisony chicken skin woman. Poisony chicken skin woman. And you could have done stuff with chicken skins, I feel. Okay. And buffaloes. I did give you buffaloes. You
2: did. I did try and look for a mozzarella cocktail.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what do you think, people? What do you think of the story of the Queen of Madagascar? Do you think she is fairly labelled the bloody queen? And do you believe the stories about her and her zealous pursuit of supremacy for her country and her horrible horrible ways that she <laughs> tortured all the christians Do you think it all actually happened or do you think it needs to be treated with a pinch of salt tell us what you think jump on the comments of this episode and tell us your thoughts your theories your feelings but most importantly you must mix up a bastille oh oh well it's good it was best so one, good best one in many a week in in, in decades It we're blown away
2: <laughs> so yeah recipe will be out on friday it's got some weird stuff in there. Go and buy it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> or when you're
1: at a cocktail bar. Yeah, absolutely. Give them our recipe. Yeah.
2: But it's all, oh, yeah. It's just- so good. Delightfully surprised by that.
1: It's so nice to have Lovely. a delicious, del- genuinely mm. deliciously good cocktail. So go and make this one and enjoy it for spooky season. If you haven't already, please join us on Patreon to get more episodes from The Poisonous Cabinet every single week and leave us a review on Apple iTunes because it really, really helps our podcast and leave reviews for other podcasts that you love as well. Thanks for listening, guys. We have been the people inside The Poisonous Cabinet. We will see you next week and remember. Your loved ones are trying to kill you.